So we're talking about uh, the removal of restrictions and masking mandates, and there's a lot of things happening on that file uh, this week, and we'll continue to change and adapt and move uh, over the course of the next I don't know how long it's going to be, probably a couple of months at least. But um, interesting story out of Calgary yesterday. Basically, what they've decided to do there is to align the city's masking mandate with the provincial masking mandate, which to me makes all kinds of sense. But it was a couple of changes that had to be made. First of all, um, as you know, the province has removed masking requirements for anybody under the age of 12. Well, the city bylaw still said anybody to and over. So they had to make that amendment. The other one was, when does it end? You know, are we going to have a date, a set date? Are we just going to follow the province? So that was the other discussion. And and it took a while to get to a resolution, but in the end, they did. And to tell us how they got there, we're going to chat now with Ward 3 Councillor Jasmine Mian. Uh, Councillor, thank you so much for joining us this morning. I really appreciate your time. Hey, no problem, Jay. Happy to be here. So this all started with, okay, we've got the provincial mandate and we know the goal is to get rid of it March 1st. What are we going to do with our situation? And there was there was some discussion in terms of we're just going to link up completely with the province. I mean, where did it start for you? What were the decisions that you had to make? Because there was a number of them yesterday. Yeah, yesterday was definitely a confusing day from a procedural perspective. And so although it looks like there was a 13-2 uh, decision ultimately to align with the province, there were two very tight votes yesterday yeah. um, that didn't really seem to make the headline but show how difficult this decision ultimately was. And so the first most controversial vote was to amend the current face covering bylaw and repealing it on March 1st and, and bringing it immediately in line with the province today for the children um, 12 and under that you spoke about. And that passed 8-7, so very tight. And we had seven city councillors there, in- including myself, saying, you know, today is only February 15th. And uh you know, by February 28th, we'll be in a much better place to determine whether ICU capacity is opening up and hospitalizations are, in fact, dropping. And we are asking the province to share their data with us yeah. so that we can make the decision to repeal. Um, and so as of yesterday, we just didn't really have the same information as the province and felt like there was time that we could get it. But that vote lost 8-7. Um, and I think we lost it primarily because our own city administration was advising council to align with the province simply because without that sharing of data, we're, we're left into the dark about what the rationale is. Because if you look at ICU uh, capacity, you look at hospitalization rates, they're actually higher than ever. Um, so that was a very difficult one. And in absence of, of the same data that the province has, nearly half of council felt that, hey, you know, we could still watch hospitalizations and make a later judgment call. But only seven um, out of the 15 councillors thought that, and you need eight. And you know what, councillor, I think that's the key thing here. And, and you know, and I know councillor McLean, who sort of spearheaded this whole thing here, his point was, you know what, the province has the information. We don't. We we can't make the decisions. We have, you know, he said AHS has the info, Dr. Hinshaw has the info. They're making the decisions based on the info that we don't have access to. How valuable would it be for all of us, but especially people that are decision makers like yourself, to have access to that information that's guiding these decisions? Oh, it's absolutely critical because the information that we do have flies in the face of what the province is doing. And I think that that's what's confusing is that you look at the hospitalization rates, you look at the ICU rates, while they are trending downward, they're still very high. So something like a small intervention like a mask mandate, which does really help with the transmission, um, it's hard to understand why they're going this direction. Now, if they have some information that shows something different and and why they're sort of changing their approach at this point, um, we would love to see what that evidence is. Because as a city council, I I think it's important people understand that this city council uh, prior to when I was elected opted to put 
with the mask mandate in before the province. Um, so we always had some information on which we were making that decision and the province actually followed. And I think there was just a real debate as to whether we should align with the province right now from a pragmatic perspective or if we you know, should wait until we have evidence to, to leave that, that policy space. Because I think one of the challenges is anytime you decide to play in a space and you make a decision to get in there on the basis of evidence, which is what happened with the original mask mandate, I think you should also have that evidence to then vacate that space, which we at this point don't have. And I felt that yesterday many folks were choosing to align with the province more out of um, pragmatism as yeah. opposed to public health. There's an argument to be made there, right? Uh, I mean, obviously, there is that does make sense in many, many ways. It's just a matter of trying to calculate what that risk may be. And again, with the lack of the evidence, that gets pretty difficult to do. It certainly does. And, uh, you know, I think what we need to do as much as possible right now is is, you know, the province has said that they will not remove that mask mandate on March 1st unless, in fact, the hospitalization rates are trending downward. And so I think that we have to put trust into the health officials at the provincial level. And certainly as a city official, I'll be watching this very closely and advocating very strongly for my constituents that if the evidence does not bear out, um, that the province does not move ahead on such a fast timeline. Uh, Councillor, I really appreciate you popping in for a few minutes this morning. Thank you so much for your time. Yeah, no problem. Thank you. You bet. That is Calgary Council Ward 3 Councillor Jasmine Meehan sort of walking through the decision yesterday. So you got the two amendments. One is to get rid of that um, two and up age restriction and, and align it with the province saying 12 and up. Um, uh, so getting everybody on the same page there. And then the other one is saying, OK, well, the province is going to lift theirs. Let's lift ours when the province lifts theirs because they're the ones with the info. So uh, and those votes passed. And as you know, in the end, it came down to a very... You know, I think it was 13 to 2. But there was a number of procedural votes along the way to get there on this amendment and that amendment that were pretty tight. So it took a while, um, but that's where they got to.